stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Quite a week uh, south of the border, and uh, I think uh, we've all been uh, watching events unfold as uh, the United States gets closer to swearing in a new president. And, you know, make no mistake, that is going to happen. But like I say, it's been quite a week, including the events Wednesday. Uh, I've seen uh, a few people reference it as the coup d'etat, or at least the attempted coup d'etat, which uh, I think is a fitting way of describing it. It's the president unleashing his uh, hardcore followers to disrupt the counting of the Electoral College votes in a joint session of Congress. So it was a very ugly chapter in what's been, frankly, a very ugly presidency. Uh, joining us uh, for some thoughts on all of this, very pleased to welcome back to the program uh, Rick Wilson, who is a uh, two-time New York Times best-selling author, his latest, uh, Running with the Devil, uh, and is also co-founder of The Lincoln Project, which has had uh, quite an impact in recent months. Uh, Rick Wilson, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me. Your first book, of course, Everything Trump Touches Dies, uh, E-T-T-D. <laughs> and boy, um, you know, if this week has, has proven anything, that, uh, that, is, uh, that is very true, isn't it? It got frighteningly close to, uh, to to not being a flippant, smart remark anymore as this year has gone by with 300 plus thousand Americans dead from COVID. And now um, and now five dead in the Capitol. Um, but it, it, it has sort of become a law of politics in this country. And and I I, I wish it was different. But for the next 13 days, we still have this man as our president, and uh, I, I am I'm leery about the damage he can do in the next uh, next few days. Yeah, and I think that's still an open question. I mean, despite this this rehearsed. Uh whatever this was last night uh, from Donald Trump. We had the inflammatory remarks Wednesday morning. We saw how we initially reacted uh, to the events uh, on Capitol Hill. We've mm -hmm. seen what he's been tweeting this morning. Uh, you know, what's your sense of what he's, he's capable of doing here? What his mindset is at this point? I think he's, I think he's drawn between two extremes right now. Um, one, on one hand, he is thinking, I'm in legal peril. Uh, when this is over, I'm going to be in enormous jeopardy. And so he's, so part of him is saying, you know, shut up, stop talking, don't do anything else. On the other hand, he is a reckless day trading gambler who is constantly trying to get out of the trouble he's caused for himself by causing a different kind of trouble. And so there is a, there is a very ugly possibility he's going to do something more outrageous and stoke his followers to doing something more dangerous, more violent, more deadly um, in the coming days. And I, this is why I, I truly hope that Speaker Pelosi holds to uh, her intention to impeach him. He needs to be impeached and removed from office immediately. Um, even the Republicans in the Senate, um, who, were, who were his cheerleaders and his favorites, uh, are, are trying to run away from him now. And it is... It is enormously dangerous. Um, it's enormously dangerous, and it is enormously perilous to this country for him to be in, in that office for one minute longer than than, uh, than 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 we need to. 
I mean, he seems to be acknowledging that, that Joe Biden is going to be president. And, and I know, I mean, as, as a narcissist, that, that he's unwilling to admit that he lost. But do you think he really believed or really intended to disrupt all of this somehow, to somehow prevent Joe Biden from becoming I, I president? I do. do you? Yeah, I actually do believe he tried to um, I, I do believe he tried to um, uh, to encourage an insurrection to encourage a coup. And even though the coup failed, um, his hallmarks are all over it. Uh, the people around it who were, who were organizing it, like Roger Stone, uh, are allies of this president. They've been allies for a long time. Um, and Ali Akbar and these other people who were, who were part of this, they recognized what would happen. They used words like storm the capital. Um, this wasn't, a, you know, a group seeking a redress of their grievances. This wasn't a group uh, showing up at the Capitol to to have their concerns over a, alleged election fraud heard. This was a group that was um, armed with with pipe bombs, with Molotov cocktails, with 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 uh, firearms, and they approached the Capitol um, as a as a mass. They overcame police officers. They injured and murdered police officers um, on the Capitol grounds. And so I, I miss the part of MAGA patriotism that is expressed by beating a police officer to death with a fire extinguisher. I well, miss that Just think, part. yeah, what would have happened if, if they got close to Mike Pence or got close to Nancy Pelosi? Uh, you know, sure. As bad as it was, yeah, it could have been were, a lot there worse. Were, there, were, there were folks in that, in that cohort who were not just cosplay, you know, military who appeared to be actually with actually have military training and who had equipment like zip ties where it certainly looked as if they were going to try to seize the chamber and 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 take people hostage this is a you know this is a uh, a moment i think that is very dangerous for this country and i think it is very dangerous for um for us to underestimate the risk that they put this country in this could have been a mass casualty event mm-hmm it could have been a mass casualty event, and it could have cost the lives of of many members of, of of the Senate or the House, and it would have plunged America into a period of darkness that we have never experienced before in this nation. So, I mean, the week began with um, the these uh, Senate races in Georgia. So now, under Trump, the Republicans have lost the Senate in addition to losing the House, mm-hmm. losing the White House. Now, of course, Trump is tarred by the events on Wednesday. Why should the Republican Party either coddle or fear him at this point? What what's to be gained from any sort of loyalty to Donald Trump? Well, they do fear him because Donald Trump owns the Republican Party. Donald Trump owns the Republican Party top to bottom. He controls it. He controls the money. The mailing lists, the, the the grassroots, the state parties are all Trump people. This is not this is not something trivial. This is a real locked-in power he has over the rest of the Republicans, and he also controls at this moment the the vast media apparatus that amplifies his message from Fox and elsewhere. And while there may be some some a little shakiness, a little peril right now. Um, it's still a real sense of control that he has, and they're afraid of it, as well they should be. 
So how real is the distancing? How real is the uh, seemingly new attitude of Lindsey Graham or even Ted Cruz and, and others? What, what do you make of what you've heard? It's of completely false. Yeah. They are scared right now that they are going to be held personally liable for things that happened in the last 48 hours, including the deaths of, uh, of, of uh, Officer Sicknick and others. And they are, they are trying to distance themselves, not from Trump, but from the perception that they helped stoke the insurrection that Trump wanted. They still believe in Donald Trump. They are still loyal to Donald Trump. They are still uh, obsessive uh, about ensuring that Trump is not angry at them. And they, were, they were kind of frisky for 24 hours there while Trump was off Twitter. But for the most part, they will be back bending the knee as soon as he, as, you know, as soon as he looks their way. You know, on the other hand, we heard the words of uh, Mitt Romney uh, on Wednesday night or Thursday morning, whatever that mm-hmm. ended up being. I mean, I, I think there are still some some good and principled people in in the Republican Party, but I mean, do you still think the party is beyond redemption at this point? I do. I think it is beyond redemption. I don't think there's any way you survive. Um, I don't think there's any way you survive the 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 moment we're in um, as a party without standing up and saying we categorically reject the violence the president has in, has inspired, and they won't do that. They 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 won't do that for any purpose of, uh, or any reason at all. So that's for the Lincoln Project, and uh, look, you guys made quite a splash in the election, and, and clearly you've been living uh, rent-free in the president's head um, for, for a good chunk of the last few months, especially in the last few weeks, I suspect. Uh, where, where do you go from here? What, what's the focus now going forward? Well, look, we are no longer in the election business at the moment because the elections are over. We're in the democracy business, and, and our current objective is to ensure that um, this coup attempt and this insurgency fails. And we are working to do that by ensuring that, um, that we prevent a, uh, an expansion of this conspiratorial um, theory about Donald Trump having won the election and the violence that is, it is now used to justify. Uh, we want to hold to account the enablers of Donald Trump people like Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz and Marsha Blackburn and Rob Johnson and John Kennedy and others, they all need to be uh, held strictly to account for encouraging this. And the president needs to be held to account as we go forward. And as for uh, January 20th, I mean, uh, Donald Trump says he's not going to be there. Not a big surprise. But um, whether his devout followers are, I mean, are you anticipating uh, January 20th could be another day of trouble, day of turmoil? I, I, I sadly believe it could be, and it is one of the things that um, is one of the things that that is frightening, and that is that is um, that is a risk to this country. And we absolutely need to be in a position where um, where that belief that political violence is an acceptable part of American dialogue is cast into the outer darkness. Uh, well, the book, uh, Running Against the Devil, New York Times bestseller available now, Mort, therickwilson.com, also lincolnproject.us. Uh, Rick, appreciate uh, the insight on all this. And thank, again, thanks so much for making some time. Anytime.
talk to you again. All the best to you, sir. Uh, Rick Wilson, longtime Republican strategist, uh, very different view of the party at the moment, uh, co-founder of the Lincoln Project, lincolnproject.us, again, uh, two-time New York Times bestseller. Uh, First one, everything Trump touches dies. Sadly, has proven to be, uh, I think, rather prophetic and uh, running against the devil, his latest. So we'll see what the next 12 days have in store. Uh, and yeah, maybe still reason to be worried. Our number here, 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.